welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and I don't know why I'm talking like this. Also, my pronouns are she and they. <laughs> I've crashed, my pronouns are they, them. <laughs> oh. uh, so. So. The you show. Wanna, you want to talk about Fortnite? <laughs> Uh, Fortnite is good. I can't believe they made a single-player story mission to start the season. I caught, yeah, I that's... was caught off guard by it, and it was so funny. Uh, such like a such a weird and silly thing for them to do. Yeah, well, it was also like a kind of a genius like marketing thing because you got to play some of the new skins that are like in this battle pass. So mm-hmm. it was like. Not only, like, a good, like, okay, here's, like, the gimmick and the theme of this, uh, you know, Battle Pass season, but also, like, here are some of the skins in motion, if in case you were, like, curious about, like, how they move and interact with the world. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's, it is very appealing, and it's, like... This like these last few seasons have been like this weird leveling up of story that yeah. is so strange. Like the last time I paid, like I I haven't really fully been paying into the, attention to the story, but like I I checked in and the the thing happened was like all right uh, we accidentally flooded the map and now everybody's having a beach party and then I checked mm. in again later and they were like uh so reality is um falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> and that all I, I guarantee you happened because of the Galactus thing that I missed. Like I didn't, I don't even know what happened with the Galactus event. Yeah, all yeah. I know is Galactus ate Fortnite. <laughs> what a what a what a sentence to be saying about a video game that's yeah. real and not just like I will some... say during that <laughs> during that season, um, mm. you could pick up like magic shit. Yeah. Like, uh, one of the items that you could find on the ground was, like, Doctor Doom's gloves that would let you shoot lightning at people. Oh, god, that's good. Yeah, and one of them would let you do, like, a little hover jump. Mmm. A hover yump. <laughs> it's called shmovement. Look it up. Uh, but yeah, uh, so... But yeah, that's Fortnite. I've been, I've been thinking about Fortnite again. <laughs> you could do a lot of stuff with the Fortnite. Yeah. It's like 14 whole days. <laughs> I need to I need to do another uh like sit down with Dragon Quest 10 cuz I apparently have um I've pretty much everything that I need to do to do like a like job specific quest for like my mage Mm -hmm. and if i do that i get a cute costume which is not like the the version of the costume that was linked to me uh was like the lady's costume but because dragon quest isn't about a bunch of fucking cowards um it looks the same on guys let me pull it up actually real quick because i have a screenshot of it um so i'll just be able to have like this cute like crop top bolero with poofy pants but on my beefcake ogre character mm, good and i'm very excited about that i also had um 
one of the mods of the Discord helped me find a good, like, magician's hat, like a proper, like, brimmed, pointed hat. I was like, hey, like, help, I want, like, a good wizard hat. And they were like, I think there's one at, like, level 35, and I just hit 36 last time I played. Um, so I, I am excited to get back into the game and fumble around pretending I know anything about the Japanese language. But also I have Dragon Dragon Warrior 3 on my uh, 3DS, and I've been excited to, like, dive into that since it's, like, one of the first, um, like, JRPGs to have, like, a class system. Because, mm. like, they did that before Final Fantasy did. So I'm I'm very curious to see, like, how it compares and just, like, see if it, like, holds up as just, like, an RPG that one could play. I know the first one held up pretty well. Like, I, I played it with a walkthrough, but, like, it was, like, you know, a, a simple mm-hmm. enough JRPG. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, um, I was watching a video about how, like, Dragon Quest is really one of the first games to take the kind of, like, wizardry and Ultima style of, like, RPGs and, be, and was like, okay, these are great at what like what they were trying to do with like distilling the you know like first edition second edition D experience into like a computer game but like what if we made a famicom game that was like it was an rpg like those games but it was a lot more like user-friendly and like had more mass appeal than just like these like brutal dungeon crawling experiences and also like what if, like, the traditional D&D slime was, like, cute, though, and had, like, a face? <laughs> and then became our franchise's mascot. <laughs> Just a cute little buddy. Yeah. Okay, I guess we should probably dig into the actual meat of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna skip over our bonus objectives thing, because it's like, uh, you know... I already have an idea that would maybe fit with what we have, and any other additional objectives would make it even harder. Yeah, um, yeah. The fact that we got like bonus objective plus reroll twice, I feel like. Um... Yes, because uh, for the folks at home, what we have here this week is asymmetrical multiplayer game with motion controls about airplanes and superheroes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Let me reset my timer, and by reset, I mean set for the first time. (laughs) Alright, 45 minutes on the clock. Let's go. Okay. So, um, I thought about this. And Mm -hmm. I was like, alright, well, what's something that could, like, incorporate both airplanes and superheroes? Because that was the hardest part for me. Yeah. Um... And I was like, well, you could do superheroes in airplanes, but then, like, how do you pr- tell that they're superheroes like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that? And then I thought about, like, well, what are some instances of, like, things that superheroes would fight that also airplanes could be involved in? Mm-hmm. I, eventually, this line of thinking made me think about, um, made me think about King Kong. And you know, like, how in King Kong, there's a big gorilla and the planes shoot at it, right? Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And I was also like, well, also superheroes. And so I was like, okay. You, you, I'm going to throw a pitch at you. And this is like a, a, a semi-complete pitch. Okay. A game in which both sides have like swarms of flying creatures. 
Um, and then there's two kaiju characters, or at yeah. least kaiju sized. Uh, one for the, let's say like a monster of some variety, and the other is some hero unit of some kind. So mm-hmm. let's say there was a Godzilla versus Ultraman. Okay. And then there's like a bunch of little flying uh, monsters of some kind versus like some planes going around in a battle around these two larger creatures. Okay. Is that any? Is that anything? <laughs> My brain is just going. This is uh, uh, really reminding me of. I think it's Titan Falls multiplayer. But instead of, like, having people, like, go inside of, like, giant mechs, you just, like, have somebody on the team who is, like, your giant mech player. Yeah. Uh, I think it, like, my brain thinks more of it like, uh, like, Star Wars Squadrons. Mm. In a way. Because, like, that's, that's a piloting game. Yeah, That has, yeah. like, multiplayer stuff. But what if, one of, like, oh, there was a group of people or, like, a single person on each team that was, like, just really freaking big. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think when I was, I don't, I don't quite have like the full like thought out pitch that you did, but I was thinking of how, um, I don't know, to me, this, this red as like, it's like asymmetrical airplanes versus superheroes. Yeah, I I did think about that. But I feel, yeah, but I, I also think that there's like not a lot there <laughs> um let, let me pitch uh, let me pitch to you how you could fit motion controls in this too okay uh well vr optional obviously mm-hmm. um but if you have a vr setup and you're playing as one of the big creatures you get you get those full motion controls in there Hmm. i like that yeah um and there's probably also like a mode where it's like instead of having the one uh, VR person in there, it's like, okay, instead of an Ultraman character, our hero for this team is a Megazord. So there's five people who don't have VR headsets that are working together. Mm. And the, that way it's doing pre-programmed uh, animations that would make sense versus yeah, like yeah. an Ultraman. I guess the hard part about like, I can figure out like, oh, it would make sense. Like, okay, yeah. Either way, the hero team of this is like, all right, there's a big superhero or a Megazord or other such thing and like jet planes or whatever. Yeah. But like it's it's the monster side that's a little bit harder to figure out, I guess, in some ways. Because like, yeah, I can think of like just generic uh, monster plane ideas, but it's hard to think of one that would match if the enemy is like a Power Rangers monster versus a King Kong versus a Godzilla versus an alien from space yeah yeah because like what kind of flying support would a king kong have uh monkeys on gliders flying monkeys would actually be very good for this (laughs) just have like flying monkeys that throw rocks (laughs) i know i think they'd have like planet of the apes guns oh okay okay yeah 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 i like it i like that idea Mm -hmm. the problem with this idea is that i'm not actually passionate about it at all which is making it hard for me to think about what we should talk about next 
Yeah, like, for some reason, this is just, like, not really, like, sticking in my brain. Oh, well, then we can, let's, let's, uh, let's sideline it, and let's see okay. if we can, uh, work something up elseways. Uh, let's start with a different aspect. Let's start with the asymmetrical multiplayer aspect and build from there. Mm-hmm. Um, alright. So, how do we want to make it asymmetrical? There's the ways of doing it, like, one team that's doing something different from the other team different team sizes uh having the two teams being similar but different parts of each team which one do we want to focus on here hmm. yeah my my brain just always goes with uh, asymmetrical multiplayer to like team sizes but i feel like that's like i guess the expected route i i almost do like the um going the route of like maybe like there's different objectives that you're not like necessarily like working against each other you just have like other things to accomplish from each other i don't know if that's asymmetrical enough okay like uh when i think asymmetrical multiplayer i think that uh the base or not like the base game but like it the gameplay is significantly different Mm -hmm. um you know, like in the ways of like in Dead by Daylight or those such games where it's one v like five. It, the, the killer in those games plays differently and has like, you know, is just is it's a big difference in gameplay between the two. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, versus something like um, what's a good example of this? Uh, okay, here's a de- somewhat decent example. Uh, in Armored Core 5, <laughs> mm. a game that I didn't get to play much of, but I did know this part about it, is that in the multiplayer stuff, in addition to having all of the people on your squad that were in the robots, your team could have one other person who saw sort of like the map at large and was like your tactical commander or whatever. Mm. and could help feed you information and stuff. Okay. And, like, that's asymmetrical. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, because then you also have to, like, protect the small. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in some ways, I'd even say, like, in, say, Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the PlayStation 2, uh, or I guess maybe they do this in the new Battlefronts, I haven't played them, um, but, like, the hero units. Mm. That's asymmetrical multiplayer. Mmm, Gotcha. Uh, so are any of those like uh, appealing to you or that you want to explore the space of? I think the um the kind of like armored core battlefront like sort of uh or like I think that... you know like one or a small group of members on your team play differently than the others. Mm. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, because then it could be like, you know, each side has, uh, you know, airplanes and superheroes. It's just a matter of like which composition you use or like which planes and which heroes you have. Mm-hmm. I will say that, like, I think whenever my brain thinks of like superheroes and planes, I always go to like X-Men because they have the. Um, they that, do like, have the... a plane, yeah. And then it's kind of a, um, it's less of a combat thing, but it's mostly like a transportation thing. Like, yeah, like 
Storm and Rogue can, like, fly people across, like, the whole, like, world or whatever. But, like, you know, that's tiring. We could just drive the plane there. <laughs> yeah. Like, we we have these, like, ultra-powerful mutants. But also, you gotta, like, think about, like, your, your power, your stamina. So, like, I don't know, maybe, like, that could also be a, um a function of like like the tactician like if we go that route is like maybe they are like driving transport for like the heroes or something like that hmm yeah now i'm trying to think about the airplane aspect specifically Mm -hmm. because i'm trying to think like because when i hear airplane game i'm like well it's probably like either it's probably a dog fighting thing right yeah yeah that's exactly what my brain thinks of for airplanes as well and that becomes like, oh, well, what can we do with this? Because if we do dogfighting, having one of the planes be just like a transport ship means basically fuck all, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Hmm. Let me just Google airplane games. <laughs> I mean, another... I guess this isn't, like, specific to airplanes, but I guess another, like, genre for planes is, like, like, shoot-em-ups. Mm-hmm. That seems like, that se- one seems kind of hard to fit motion controls into. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also hard <laughs> to make asymmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> Unless... Unless. Unless. Work, listen to me here. All right. Okay. Uh, it's like a 3D shmup. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where, where one group is playing like, um, if not airplanes, maybe like a spaceship of some kind. Some sort of flying craft that is a lot like a plane, but to fit mm-hmm. the setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to attack. Um, you've played Shadow of the Colossus, right? Yes. Do you remember the the final one of the monsters? The one that's on the big tower? Yes. The one that's like 80 feet tall and has no legs and can just fire laser beams? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. familiar with that one. What if something like that is just like firing off like lasers and like attack patterns? <laughs> and so the plane's gotta try to get through it to get to yeah. the center and do like their Star Wars trench run. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is just. Okay. Yeah, alright. I like this idea. I am realizing that it's sounding very similar to my origi- one of our original pitches uh, for that one game we made in our first season that I didn't like the name that we came up with for. Mm. The, uh, the, the one that basically felt like a phone MOBA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this is this is three D. That was like League of Legends two D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but does does like that big thing count enough as a superhero? I'm not sure if it does. Yeah. All right. I am. I'm. I found this list here of plane well, games. The best plane. The best airplane and flying games on PC. Okay. Uh, number one, War Thunder. It's a dogfighting game that now has tanks and boats in it, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Right. Microsoft Flight Simulator, a different one. <laughs> IL-2 Sturmovik Battle of Stalingrad. Hmm. Which is a, a flight sim dogfighter. Yeah. Arma 3, uh, which is um, a lot of... I think it has a lot of like, ground shooting in it or something, maybe. But mm-hmm. also has um, planes in it, I guess. Ace Combat 7, which is kind of like an arcadey one. Yeah. Of those. X-Plane 11, which is a flight simulator. Okay, this is interesting. Super Flight, which doesn't have any planes in it. But it is about having a wingsuit and trying to maintain like speed and height as you navigate a space. Okay. Like an endless runner, but with flying. Hmm. Uh, Sky Rogue, which is a game that I've played, that is a like a very very arcadey, um, dogfighting shooting game. Mm. I really enjoy it. <laughs> huh. Okay, we've got um, Bomber Crew, which is about managing a crew on a bomber as it goes to deliver its payload or something. Mm. It looks like it's a single player kind of um, just like a crew management game. Yeah. Uh, and the last one on this list is Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> so this isn't really a helpful list, but I, I've read out all of the things anyways. I feel like this might be a cop-out. Uh-huh. But um, thinking about like the um, I don't know. I, I I'm thinking of like Super Robot, right? The bit of like the the PST Super Robot that we played, yeah. And how like the characters in that are very much like you know extremely gifted pilots, mm-hmm. and you know like they're they're the chosen ones, and that's why like they're able to like pilot the mechs good. Yeah, they're like Gundam pilots or a Zoids pilot, if you will. What if like the kind of aircraft that is being piloted is like extraordinary in that they can only be piloted by people who are like superhuman wait i have an idea <laughs> okay good you your idea has given me an idea okay good <laughs> um so are you familiar with the concept of robotech also known as macross I am familiar with it, like, as a... From a very, like, far distance. Okay, well, the one thing that I know about it, I don't know basically anything about it other than that Macross is Robotech, but Robotech is, like, the English version that someone managed to get the rights to, and will literally never let go of it, so that way Macross can never actually come out here in the West. Um, And instead, they just keep making bad Robotech games. (laughs) Um, but the, the gimmick about it is that it's a robot series. It's one of those super robot series. Mm. Uh, but the robots can turn into, like, planes, into, like, half plane, half robot shapes and all of this. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Transformer almost. Um, mm. But imagine that, like, on a personal scale. Like, yeah. a, a human-sized, like, Iron Man-style suit. Maybe a little bit bigger than human. like, mm. um, But, like, a power suit that can turn into a plane. <laughs> exactly exactly and it can only be piloted by you know exceptional humans maybe there's like um 
some sort of like maybe like not necessarily like a character creator but like you know like you can pick this one and like that gives you like this that and the other power mm-hmm. I, I think maybe this would be a game that has like hero units I, I think this is a game where it's like uh, where you choose from characters that exist. Yeah. I don't know what any of them are, but like, or maybe not. Maybe it is like a Star Wars Battlefront where you just sort of choose your loadouts and you like you save them. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes yeah, like a, like a Star Wars Squadron, Star Wars Battlefront type. Uh I guess also Call people- of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Like, people love cosmetics and choices. It's true. And you know, actually, here, hold on. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This is us rebooting Anthem. Rebooting Anthem, everybody. <laughs> Anthem got canceled, so we're rebooting it. Okay, okay. Bioware has given us permission, and we're rebooting Anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm just now I'm thinking about how like because Anthem failed, they're actually gonna make the next Dragon Age game like good instead of like a game that's yeah, okay. So from what I can tell of that, like I don't know if anybody actually knew what the games as a service part is going to be. Like I think it was yeah. something where people were like, Well, we should try to make it this and then nobody knew what the fuck that meant. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's so wild to have heard that happen. Like, was a planned thing. So wild. <sighs> um, but okay, I, I think we've got something here. I think we've got something about mm-hmm. these, like, individual people with, like, power suits that turn into planes. Yeah, it makes yeah. Me, it, makes me think, it makes me think of, like, an 80s cartoon. I think a very specific one that I can't remember the name of. Yeah, it has, like, um... A sense? very, like... Nearly, like, toyetic vibe to me. I think I am, in fact, thinking of the cartoon Centurions. Okay. Or oh, sorry, Centurions. Brown. Brown. Of course, it's Hanna Barbera. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's a Ruby Spears, specifically. Not a Hanna Barbera. <laughs> gotcha. Um, it is a. They have like a combination hard suit and mecha. Mm. Um, and if I'm basically uh, they had like this basic frame, and then other stuff would like snap onto it to let them do other stuff. Hmm. Um. But yeah, it, this isn't quite like that. But that's just the thing that I was thinking of because I think about it. Um. Okay. So what are these uh these playing people doing? Is this like an 80s cartoon style videos game? Yeah, yeah. I think that's like, um. I think that's like the, the asymmetrical multiplayer is like, I think you do have somebody who is just playing more or less a person in a giant rubber, like, tokusatsu villain suit. Mm. Maybe it's just something as simple as, like, it's it kind oh, of has okay. like that. Let me let me pitch a different idea that's similar to that, but twists it a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's an idea of that. Uh, so the other person is playing like uh, the great villain, uh, the greater villain of the series, or whatever, Eureka Repulsa type, right? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is, in fact, or that character is sending out, like, you know, mooks and stuff and, like, oh, you know, some monster units or whatever um, to stop the the player, the, the hero players from getting to an object or something, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a, um, it's almost like an Overwatch map in some ways, or like some, one of those other, uh, team shooter games, um, where like, okay, you gotta get from point A to point B, like getting from objective to objective. And then when you get to the final objective, uh, the, the objective style changes. Mm. so the main the first phase is trying to get from point to point and capturing those points until you get to the final point uh and Mm. that's when the person playing the villain uh throws down like their big monster and they they control that one directly okay how's that sound i like that okay excuse me while i finish watching the centurion's theme song (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. I might slip that into this episode. I, I This is not a Centurions game, but I am going to be thinking about that song. <laughs> We're going to be aping that uh, that vibe. Mm. Uh, so what, is this like a 5v1? Yeah, 5v or 4, I think. Maybe 4. I think 4. 4 feels better, because I think, I think Anthem was originally a 4-player game. Hmm. <laughs> This isn't Anthem. That was mostly me joking, but but I know they made this, the the suits fly good, and that would be nice to have access to. Right. But yeah, so the suits would have two modes: one for moving faster and shooting worse, and one for shooting better but moving worse. And the shooting better mm. and moving worse one is like man mode versus plane mode. Hmm. Oh, we get a good like Transformers animation whenever they switch between the two. But it has to not oh, yeah. uh, break any of the bones inside the suits. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Mm. All right. Um. What? What's? What's the? What is this? What are we? What's our gimmick? Or and by gimmick I mean flavor. I don't know why I said gimmick. We've already talked about what the gimmick is. The gimmick is everything we've talked to only really at this point. Oh, actually, mm. more important question: How are we fitting? St- motion control in this god i have an easy cop out (laughs) cop out answer if you want to hear it yes um it's for the nintendo switch so that way everything has gyro aiming okay yeah that's motions control baby Mm. um yeah and then that way uh the person playing uh the the big boss uh, has to like shake their controller to do like atta- certain big attacks or something. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch exclusive. <laughs> Maybe also PC with like VR support or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so who's the big bad? Tell me about the big bad and their evil plans. Um. Big bad wants to take over the world. Obviously, and they need the help. They need the power of. I almost just said the prism stones, which is in fact the thing from Pretty Cure. <laughs> Maybe it's like a certain like mineral. Maybe it's like um, a, a, like a, an, like an, an energy. 
Yeah, an unobtainium of sorts. Let's see. I, I do like a mineral. I like a gemstone. I like a... Um, something like that. Maybe... Okay, maybe they're an alien from okay. space. Okay. And they have a ship that has like a world-destroying weapon of some kind. And just mm. by destroying the world, they'll be able to harvest its resources and return to their home planet or whatever. Or, or, okay. This person needs, to, uh, this villain needs to destroy the Earth to get its resources to prove their worth to their greater, uh, greater fleet. Um, and in order to power their weapon, they need to harvest this, uh, glowing gem material known as hmm maybe it's just like centurium because i'm gonna have that word stuck in my head because it's like the main part of the theme song yeah uh, but centurium also could be like a time thing like it, it grows over like the course of centuries and that's why mm. it's rare yeah yeah and also why it's glowing i guess i don't know uh, it's it's a gem that absorbs energy over the course of hundreds of years and it becomes centurium mm. and they need to harvest these large deposits of centurium when they show up or when they find them in order to power their doomsday weapon yeah um, so every every given uh, match of this game is like a week's episode of this fake show um where this bigger villain who we should probably come up with like a name for mm -hmm. uh does like finds this tries to do a thing and then our heroes that we need to find a group name for uh spring into action to stop them using their cool suits made by some sort of professor of some kind mm-hmm let's see a MacGuffin name generator Oh, that's good. Earthwatch was the first thing that came up. And that's a great mm. group name. I like that for them. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, so they are the Earthwatch. They are the Earthwatchers type thing. Mm -hmm. So this MacGuffin generator is giving me fun techno babble words. Like spatial time mm. extractor. And phase infrared gun. Okay. Perpetual sphere capacitor. I'm going to have to bookmark this one for my own usage later. Um. So yeah, Earthwatch. They they have their suits, and may maybe to to fake to stick with the watch theming, um, which is a, d a different kind of watch, but maybe calling the suits cogs or something. Oh, I like that. It's a. We'll have to make a backronym for it, but. Eh, we don't need to. <laughs> yeah if this i guess if this was a um like a full pitch to, to actually send to a studio we would but we don't do that on this show so we don't have to <laughs> all right uh so using their cogs they fight they go and fight the evil forces of i want a name that ends in an x probably mm, okay all I'm thinking of are, like, actual uh, character names from things. Yeah, I'm on Alien Name Generator, and it's... 
that's not doing it. Uh, the evil alien Grubnix. G-R-U-B-N-I-X. Grubnix. I mean, I feel like that just like has everything you could ever want to know about a, a, a villain right there in the name. Uh-huh, and all, all, of, their, uh, all of their monsters are buggy. Hmm. Like a grub. Or maybe the combinations of bugs and food. Yeah. Uh, so so they're like their low level mooks are called small fries, and they're like mixtures, uh, or maybe small flies, and they're so they're flies mixed with French fries. Hmm. There we go. Uh any any anything else we need to think of? I don't know what's going on with this episode. I feel like all of our energy disappeared. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say we need to come up with a name, but like, I guess the name would definitely be the name of the hero unit, Earthwatch. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start typing, and if you think of anything, feel free to speak up. Okay. I, I have typed it up. All right. Earthwatch, an asymmetrical multiplayer game with motion controls about airplanes and superheroes. The evil alien Grubniks and their food bug hybrid forces are trying to destroy the Earth by harnessing the power of Centurium. However, there exists a force to stop them. Earthwatch, protectors of Terra Firma. Using their special cog suits that allow them to switch between a power-armored form to a jet form, they defeat Grubnix's forces as they work their way to the Centurium deposit. As they arrive, Grubnix summons a giant-sized monster they must defeat to save the day. There are two phases of combat, a phase where the villain player sends forces out to attack the four hero players and to defend the points along the path to the Centurium. Once the hero players get to the end of the path, the villain player takes direct control of a giant monster in a last attempt at victory. The game features gyro aiming and a few actions performed by shaking the controller. Sounds good to me. Okay. In that case, uh, let's do some plugs. You can find the show on Twitter at RNGG. And you can send us emails to our email address, which is RNGGpodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I am on Twitter at CrashingWeez14. You can find me there talking about a whole host of things, including Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. Where are you online, Cassidy? You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find all of the stuff and podcasts and such that I do on my website, which is madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter account, .neocities.org. I've got my random number generator up. I've already rolled for the first one, which is a genre. So let's see which random genre we are working with today. And by today, I do mean next week. Strategy. Okay. Strategy. Not tactics. Strategy. Yep. They are different beasts. But have similar DNA. They do. Okay. 
Hey, you remember Postronaut, the very first one we did this year? It feels like forever ago. It does feel forever ago. Like, that one specifically. The rest of them, I could be like, oh yeah, that was recently. But if you asked me about Postronaut, I was like, oh, that was last year. Mm. <laughs> Earthwatch and uh, Big Bad Battalion Bash have very similar energies. Yeah. I feel like uh, this year's theme so far has been, like, very cartoony. Versus last year's theme of Universal's horror monsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we'll we'll figure out what our strategy will be for next week. But until then, good luck. Have fun. Have fun.